Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don't change the air. Don't change a thing. For me. Don't Great to have your company. Uh, just a couple before we uh, welcome our next special guest uh, here on Sports Day WA. Uh, from Roy, g'day, Pete. Why is there no games in Perth for round one of the AFL? I think Ed Sheeran has something to do with that. He's in town in concert here at Optus Stadium. So both uh, AFL teams will have to play away on the first week. And I'm talking about great cricket test matches and great finishes. Uh, what you recall, uh, we've played a couple already on the back end of what happened in New Zealand earlier today. Hi, Peter. Australia, West Indies, Adelaide, 1993. Yes, Lee. It was a brilliant one. Australia needed one run to tie the game, and unfortunately McDermott was caught by Murray and the West Indies won. And that's from Lisa at Ellenbrook. Uh, give us your thoughts on ones that uh, you recall. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to great results, I suppose we could talk about what transpired in round one of the Super Rugby competition. The Western Force taking on the Melbourne Rebels last weekend. It was round one. These two clubs have a, a rich history. And uh, in the end, it was the Force who prevailed by 34 to 27, a comeback win against the Rebels. It was a heck of a game. And it's great to welcome, uh, it's the first time we've spoken to him, the brand new defensive coach for the Western Force, uh, Will Elgleston now joins us, who reportedly has a pretty good connection with the head coach, Simon Cron. Will, thanks for your time. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Guy. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I won't ask you how you've settled into the Western Force because you've been here for a little while as the defensive coach after spending a few seasons in rugby league, got one competition there in Japan. But saying that, last weekend, what a way to start. Yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? I think, uh, you know, our focus now will be uh, just making sure we don't we don't give other teams a, as much of a head start. Um, but you'll see the fight from the boys there to play for each other in the second half, and it was just really pleasing to, uh, to come over them uh, late there. It was really, uh, really pleasing. Before we come back to that game and what's ahead for the Western Force, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, nice uh, accent there, no doubt stemming from another part of the world. You spent a bit of time in Japan and, of course, you've coached and been involved in rugby around the world. Tell us a bit about your background. Yeah, yeah, you picked up on that accent. Um, yeah, from England originally. Um, and then I moved uh, and lived in Sydney for... Uh, five or six years before then doing three years um, over in Japan, as you mentioned. So coaching um, a number of different competitions uh, sort of around the world. And that sort of set me up into um, coming into Super Rugby and, and coaching the Western Force and putting, putting my uh, best foot forward um, with the players here. So it's a, it's a great challenge. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're looking to, to really push forward this season. Yeah, and, of course, uh, I've spoken to Tony Lewis, uh, now also the general manager of rugby, Matt Hodgson. Uh, uh, they were excited about the the team off the park, uh, people like yourself and, and Simon Cron. But you and Simon go back a long way and no doubt value each other's uh, professionalism when uh, you come together and 
take charge like a team like the Western Force. Uh, it's so important to work with people that you've got a pretty good understanding with, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I think, you know, in high-performance sport, it comes down to trust a lot and trust that, you know, you know each other are going to work hard and, and always going to put the team first. Um, like you said, Chrono and I go back, uh, we go back quite a while. We coached together in Sydney and, and coached together out in Japan and, and both of us were away from our families for a lot of time in Japan with obviously COVID and the borders being closed. So it was probably, I don't know if it was a good or a bad thing being locked together and just talking about rugby every day. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's all about also coming here and, and trying to drive that high performance sporting environment. And um, therefore we can give our best to the team. So um, yeah, it would come down to that trust factor. I'd say it's really important. Also, it's important to know your players. And uh, Jeremy Thrush was the story to come out of that thrilling 34 to 27 comeback win against the Melbourne Rebels. The, 37-year-old Locke, he retired after the 2022 season and reportedly was going to be, I think, an academy coach uh, for one of the Perth uh, clubs. But uh, how did you get him back on the park and playing such an influential game like he did last weekend? Yeah, first of all, Thrushy's a great human being. He's a great man to have around the group. Like you say, he's been coaching our academy and sort of starting his coaching journey, really. He's also the head coach at West Scarborough. Um, so it's been been great to see. He actually sits next to me in the office too, which is quite funny. So <laughs> we're always talking always talking through ideas. And, you know, all the coaches we've been sort of saying to him, mate, come on, you know, keep your boots ready. Keep the laces in the boots. And uh, you never know when the call-up's going to happen. And then, yeah, we had a, lock, a couple of locks fall over. And, and, you know, he was next cab off the ranks. So he jumped at, jumped at the opportunity to um, get the boots back on and get out there with the boys. And like you say, didn't he do so well? Unbelievably. And he's a fair player. Of course, played over 100 games for the Hurricanes and also uh, about 11 tests for New Zealand. So he's no slouch. And no doubt his experience was invaluable uh, last weekend. Yeah, that's right. He's been fantastic for, for not only for our academy players, actually, but for, but for, for all, the, all the boys, especially the line-out forwards. You know, some, somebody with that sort of IP, you know, and all the things that are going on in his brain, it's always good to, to filter that down to the other players. And, you know, he's the type of guy you, you want on the field in those pressure moments. And, uh, yeah, like I say, we managed to, to come over, over them late with, uh, with Thrushy on the field. It was great to see. Let's look around uh, to the Queensland Reds. Will he put his hand up for selection this week or do you, will you have enough numbers coming back? Um, oh no, he, he'll definitely be in the definitely be in the um, in the debate. Um, I'm about to go into that after this, actually, so uh, uh, I won't be able to give you any insight yet. <laughs> but, um, no, he'll he'll definitely be there or thereabouts thereabouts in uh, in selection. Yeah. Okay. What about the the team? And you've come in as a fresh face. You and Simon got a fresh pair of eyes. I know you've done some serious recruiting in the off season. Do you feel comfortable with what you've got in the player stocks? Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's more about just um, you know uh, seeing what we've got here and, and therefore um, playing to the type of, and style of player that we do have here at the force. You know, it's it's sometimes you come in with ideas that that you want to do or that you've done at other clubs or other places, but you know your athletes might not suit that style. You know, for example, here at the force, you know, okay, we might not be as big as other teams, but that means we're faster. You know, so we, we, we want to be faster to the breakdown. We want to be faster on a kick chase. Um, so it's just, uh, it's moulding to what you've got and then trying to get the best out of them. You're playing the Reds uh, this weekend on, I think you fly out on Friday for a game on Sunday, but you're playing in Melbourne and I believe it is the Western Force home game. 
because I gather there's uh, some more work being done on HBF Park. That's right. Yeah, so that that uh, takes us to Super Super Round over in Melbourne. So I'm actually uh, really really excited to be a part of the Super Round, where all all Super Rugby games will be played out at Amy Park over the sort of uh, the three days there, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, so you know we're sort of um, we're ready to go over there, and, and we want to prove a point um, to the rest of the competition in front of the competition as well. Um, and hopefully we can see some of our Sea Blue fans over there. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, no, that'd be terrific. And I suppose it's in some ways uh, very similar to what happens in rugby league with the Magic Round. And now the AFL have got the Gather Round. Where they got that name from, I still don't know. Uh, but you did play the Reds in a pre-season hit-out, which is probably invaluable because uh, at least you've already seen them leading into this season. Yeah, that's right. We actually we learned a hell of a lot from that game. You know, we played them sort of first up. Uh, there at home and um, you know we played them over 3.30 minutes so we got a lot of rugby um, into our guys we managed to blood a lot of young guys as well who, who are much better for the experience um, look the Reds are, the Reds are a really really good side you know they're, they're really well coached um, they've got sort of individual weapons all over the park um, our job is to, to shut them down and take away their time and space and it'll be a great challenge for us and what about uh, your brand new uh, captain, Michael Wells? He led the Rebels last season. He's come over here to Perth and been given the responsibility of being captain for the Western Force. Uh, your thoughts on the new skipper? Yeah, Wells, he's a great man. He's sort of, uh, you know, he's the, he's the tip of the spear, really, in terms of the player group. He's driving everybody forward. He's at the front of all of that. Um and he's got a he's got a bit of a hard edge too, just around no excuses and and you know what will be will be, and we just have to get on with it. And um, you know it's really uh, refreshing to see that as coaches when one of your players um, sort of has this, has a similar mindset to yourself. So no, he's been fantastic coming in, and he sort of you know took a couple of weeks to uh, see the lay of the land and, and and who you know his troops were going to be around him and and who could deliver hard messages. So it's not just him every time. Um, and, and he's been great for the group. So really looking to see how uh, how he leads the, the men moving forward. And it'll be a fantastic start for the Force. They've often, uh, in previous seasons, when they've challenged for maybe a final spot, they've had to come from a long way behind because they've lost early matches. If you pick up two wins in the first two weeks of the season, that's a perfect start. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it will be. For us, I mean, you know, we, we, we try to stay where our feet are. And what that means is we don't want to look too far ahead. And we don't sort of plan block a game, blocks of games, really. And, uh, and we don't look uh, too far back. Um, so we're just fully focused on the Reds this week. And, and look, we want to win every game. Um, so, yeah, and none more so than the Reds this weekend. Good on you. Thanks for joining us, Will. Welcome to Perth, even though you've been here for a little while. And good luck for the big one this weekend. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks for having me. Good Appreciate on you. It. Will Elgleston there, the Western Force defensive coach joining us here on the program. Uh, it's coming up 19 to 6. You're with Peter Vlahos, Sports Day WA for Toolmart, the Complete Tool Centre, and also Kia, the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Now, we're looking at great test matches. A couple have come through. We mentioned Lisa, who spoke about that great test match, 1993, Australia versus the West Indies. Came in at number four uh, in this Bleacher Report, looking at the uh, 10 greatest test matches, nail-biting test matches of all time. Uh, batting first, uh, the visitors made 252 all-out, then restricted Australia 213 all-out. Always good when you have uh, the first two innings around those totals. The West Indies uh, made just 146 in the second innings, so Australia had an 886 to win. Real trouble at 7 for 74, 
and then Justin Langer, deputant, dug in and was supported by number 10, Tim May, to drag uh, the Australians closer. Langer fell with a score on 144. May continued his innings with the help of last man Craig McDermott and the pair put on 40 to take Australia to 184. Repeating, chasing 186 to win. However, needing only one more run to tie the game, McDermott was caught by Junior Murray of Courtney Walsh and the visitors won by just one run. So there you go. That's the one that uh, Lise was talking about. And also one here, uh, Australia versus South Africa in Sydney. Game was nearly over. And Graham Smith batting with a broken thumb to save the game. Mitchell Johnson bowled him late in the day to win it for Australia. I'll have a look and see if that's uh, in our little countdown. But there's one. There's one that doesn't feature Australia. That was an absolute beauty, an absolute beauty. See if you can recall it. It was during the 1990s, during the 1990s. Didn't feature Australia, but uh, and involved one of the minnows of world cricket. But in the meantime, let's have a look at some other sport that's uh, been happening. And we've got the test match on Friday between Australia and India. Mitchell Stark actually uh, spoke uh, on Steve Smith taking over as captain. Yeah, I think it's pretty seamless. Um, he's obviously done it for a long time. Um, certainly, I've played a lot of cricket with Steve as captain as well. So, so personally, it's, it's been a pretty easy transition. Not much changes. Um, you know, it's, it's still the same group of players, obviously without Pat. But, um, yeah, it, not much changes too much. He's obviously going to have certain ways that, that he likes to captain as well or, or different um, ideas, which he, he is no different when, when he's vice-captain to Pat. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be slightly different. But I think we've seen over the last sort of 12 to 18 months when he stepped in, he's done a fantastic job again. Um, Obviously, the, the couple of tests he had to do in, in Adelaide um, were, were really successful for the group. So, so hopefully it's um, another great week for, for our team uh, to, to sort of um, bounce back from the last two. Yeah, so there you go. That's uh, Mitchell Stark. We've got another one here uh, coming through. Pete, England versus Australia, Trent Bridge in 2005. Yes, it was an Ashes series, as we know. Fourth test, the home side chasing 129 to win having made the Australians follow on, but they were struggling at 716 in the face of a fired-up Brett Lee and a brilliant Shane Warne effort. That brought Ashley Giles, Matthew Hoggard together, the two tailenders who had some ability with the bat but would surely wilt under the pressure. However, they itch their side closer to the target and Giles hit the winning runs off Warne amid uh, unbearable tension in Nottingham. It was a crucial victory, actually, for England by just three wickets, their second in the 2-1 series win, and that was in 2005. So, as I said, if you've got any thoughts on close test matches that you may have been at or may have experienced by sitting in your lounge room at home, then get on the temperate bedshed text machine 0487 736 736 0487 736 736 or you can call the Kia open line 13 12 55 for Kia. Morley Kia is one of the people that uh, certainly support Sports Day WA and also the run home that you can hear with Hayes and Marto between 3 and 5. Okay, after the break... Uh, We're going to come back and wrap up everything that's happened in sport. And if I haven't got the test match that I've been teasing, I'll play your highlights of that 
as well. Don't go away. This is Sports Day WA.